Here's your daily BM. Who are these guys? It doesn't matter. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. I want to play a game. All right, all right, all right. And here we go. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Daily BM. I'm your host, Mike, with my co-host, Brad. You know, it could be nighttime in other places. <laughs> daytime. Daytime. Nighttime. Green light. Daytime. Nighttime. Ah, oh, man. Let me tell you. Have you ever been on Instagram and like a story comes across and you just don't want to watch it, but then you do and then yeah, you go down a rabbit get, hole? That's, that's the whole bait and switch, man. They freaking get your ass in there and then you start reading the shit. Then you start Googling other shit. It's the way it always goes. So I had this thing pop up from the uh, adventure action adventure twins. Okay. Um, and I had sent it to you, and it was a guy that he was going through a cavern, a cave actually cave, and right, it was wait. very narrow, and the He's bottom had a little stuck. bit of water. You're stuck, don't they? I can already see where it's going. Oh Jesus! Christ. Yeah, he gets stuck. Right, go ahead. But this guy is actually able to like turn himself around and get out. Now it was major anxiety. Yeah, my hands are already for me, starting to sweat because I know but, where you're going with this. Go ahead. <laughs> but then, you know, me, I like start Googling, like, oh, I wonder how many people have dived in caves. And let me tell you, I never got past the first story. Um, I, f- I came across this story about the Nutty Putty Cave okay. in Utah. And the story was about John Edward Jones and his okay. family. Uh, two days before Thanksgiving, they decided that they wanted to go explore Sounds like a, a cave. like a movie, but go ahead, go. Oh, this is like the worst movie um, that you can probably think of. So they go to this, the Nutty Putty Cave. And in the Nutty Putty Cave, there's this one section of the cave called the Birth Canal, <laughs> which um, it's about 100 and 20 feet underground, and it's very, very narrow. Um, so narrow that like a lot of people when they get to it, they can't they can't get through it and they have to turn around and go back. Like they, they just okay. can't move forward. Um, so, anyways, you know, John and his brother Josh, they were trying to get down to the bottom um of this cave first, kind of racing each other, you know the way it is, uh, the way brothers are. Um, and, uh, they get in there, you know, John's leading the way and he makes a wrong turn. And instead of going the birth canal, he goes over to this other side of the cave and goes through this other narrow passage. And he thinks he's going through the birth canal. So he's like, okay, I just got to keep moving. All right. Um, and it's getting narrower and narrower and narrower. And he gets to this point where it's so close that his chest is like touching the top and the bottom. And he in, he inhales and then exhales and pushes himself through this part because he thinks that he can see the cavern <laughs> on the other side. Oh, I know where this is going. But what, but what actually happens is, is when he goes down, it's a dead end. Like there's no other way through it. 
and he's now stuck. And, and how far down is he? So, oh my God, he's a hundred okay. feet down. He's five. He's he's like five hundred feet into the cave and a hundred feet under the ground. Okay, so six hundred feet oh total. God. Okay. So his brother Josh is like behind him, and he tries to he tries to grab a hold of him and like tries pulling him backwards, but his hand slips, and when it slips, it causes his brother to slide even further forward because he's up. He's 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 inverted. Like his head is lower than his body, so he's inverted. So he's sliding down this area because he went over this little right. ledge thinking it was the end going into the big cavern. But in fact, it was down, and then that was a dead end. Like, there was nothing, no way to get in there, turn around, or do anything. So, you know, Josh, his brother, immediately goes back uh, and runs, gets out of the cavern, which takes him like an hour and a half to get out of the cavern. He gets up, calls for help. Help takes about an hour to get, you know, like about an hour to get there. Um, and it was a first, it was a lady and, you know, she didn't really, didn't, he didn't said the guy was trapped. She didn't realize how bad the situation was until she got there and she got down there and realized that this was really a dire situation, went back out and got more rescuers coming. So he's been down there for about seven hours and the rescuers show up, you know, with them as a cardiologist, you know, an EMT paramedic, uh, person. And, uh, you know, the cardiologist says that, you know, if he's, he's inverted for an extended period of time, he's going to go into Correct. cardiac arrest because your body, your heart's supposed to work with gravity to run the blood through your body. And if you're upside down for, you know, an extended period of time, eventually fluid fills your lungs, you drown, you have a heart attack, you die. <laughs> wow. Just, okay. So this poor guy, it's like hour 10 by the time that they get, you know, he's been in there for like 10 hours by the time they get a plan together. Because, you know, it was three hours when it happened for the first lady to get there. And then by the time they get down to him, because now this, don't forget, this is 600 feet into the ground. You know, 100 feet down, right. 500 feet in of narrow passageways. So it's not like they can bring a bunch of equipment and stuff in. So they have, you know, they finally come up with a plan to do a pulley system to wrap around his legs. And using the pulley systems, they can pull in one direction and they kind of pull, you know, pull him up backwards. So they hook up all these pulleys, they anchor him into the walls and, you know, just, they make a pull and, you know, he screams out in pain because it's painful. So they give him a break and then they pull again. And evidently from the way that I read the story at this point, he was elevated enough to where the rescuer could see his eyes and see there were bloodshot. And the guy was just like, I just want to get out of here, man. Like I want to get out of here. And then the pulley broke. So he slid back down the hole that he had just gotten pulled out of, but this time even a little further, which wedged him oh in even harder. When the pulley broke, the carabiner ripped out of the wall and hit the lead rescue guy in the face, causing him to bite down on his tongue, and he almost bit his tongue in half. So now they had to oh rescue that guy and get him out. So another, you know, they send another lead guy down and they, they're trying to do it again. And um they get him up, they get they get some movement going, and that rips out that the that pulley system rips out the wall as well. Because these walls, the reason they call it nutty putty is because there's a lot of lime and stuff down there, and the walls mm -hmm. are pretty soft. So they were trying to anchor in the rock, but they it was limited space, so it's not like you can use a lot of equipment. 
you know, now he slips down. He's going an hour 17. After this second slip, he becomes unresponsive. So they send down the paramedic. Um, and the paramedic takes a pulse and he still has a pulse. So they know he's still alive. So they once again try to pull him out, but they just cannot get the, the pulleys to anchor, you know, and it's also causing stuff to cave in on him as they're, you know, because as it rips out, the as it's right. breaking, it's causing stuff to fall on him. So the paramedic goes back in and now they can't find a pulse, you know, and the guy had a wife and like a one-year-old and a, she was pregnant um, during the process he was starting to freak out. So they had sent a radio down and put a radio down where he could talk to his wife, like a two way radio. Cause she was up on the top, you know, and she was trying to calm him down and stuff like that. And, you know, they had to break the news to her that they couldn't rescue him. Oh man. Can you um, imagine? And then he had passed and she was distraught. So then it went from, you know, let's, you know, trying to save him to just let's recover the body. So they have something to bury basically. Well, they could not figure out a way to get him out without dismembering him um, out of this tomb that's now become his, this cave that's now become his tomb. And there was just really no way of even doing that. You know what I mean? And they were covering the whole body because, I mean, they could try to really pull on it and rip it out, but they would probably dislocate and break bones. And so like, just you know what I mean? Like it'd just be gr- really gory and graphic. <laughs> yeah. So basically, they closed the entire cavern. And buried him, and that's where his plaque oh is. God. But could you just imagine being there for, I think it was 27 hours from the time that it happened to the time that he died. Could you just imagine being there for that for that long and being in pitch black and knowing you're going to die? I would have probably died before. Um, or not knowing you're going to die, but knowing really? like you had, well, you get, you get a chance to be rescued, then it fails, and then another chance, and it fails, and now you're unconscious. So I think once you go unconscious, it's kind of like- for the body to shut down. You know, a, yeah, you're waiting for the Son body shut bitch. down. But God, you know, I had so much anxiety I Dude, couldn't sleep last night after I watched I'm it. Imagining me being in there. That's one of my <laughs> that's one of my biggest fears. Um that the birth canal is ten by eighteen inches. <laughs> I that's wouldn't even fit the, the opening. Is. Ten man, inches by eighteen inches. Get in there, you know what I mean? No, like no, I mean me either. Like I don't think I don't. I, I my shoulders are broader than eighteen inches. Like I'd have no. There would be no possible way that I can even First get of all, I have close to, ask to that. The question. And Why this, the fuck would yeah. you climb into a perfectly good cave like that? I mean, I, I have for no each idea. his own, I guess. But uh, uh, I'm gonna be right back. I'm going climbing. Uh, I'm stuck. I'm dead. I mean, fuck. I, I don't know, man. I just to me, it's like. The risk isn't worth the reward, you know what I mean? Of going, hey, I climbed this cavern down here, you know what I mean? And talking shit about it, like, on yeah. a podcast or whatever, you know? I'm just, no. Ugh. Fuck no. So, it got me researching, and there was another instance. Um, it was the the, the Mossdale Cavern mm-hmm. disaster. Uh, so this, um, in this instance, John Ogden and five of his friends, they went into this unmapped cavern and caves to check it out but by sheer bad luck while they were down there just exploring uh england you know how notorious for its rainstorms had this massive rainstorm that came out like it does every day in england and it (laughs) and it caused it caused the creek to overflow and water came rushing into the cavern no there's six of them 
So this guy, he his friends that he found a fissure that was big enough to stick his head through. So he stuck his head through. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> His his five friends are underneath him drowning because they there's no other air spockets and there's no way to, and the water pressure is pushing everybody up. You know what I'm saying? So he's above it and he's breathing. With his head out of the fucking ground. Okay. With his head out of the ground. But it took him a week to find them. So he had <gasps> died gasping for air because there wasn't enough oxygen in this area because it would cut off by the water level. So he'd basically suffocated. In this oh, so he wasn't poking out of the... I, I was thinking he was poking his head out of the ground. Like there was a fissure there just for his head. No, he was in the ground. No, they were they were, they were, they were two miles down. Oh, uh, so he had time to think about it. They were two miles deep into the cave. So not down, straight down, it. but two miles into the cave. Oh, yes. Days. Days to think about it while treading water. Fuck. Again... The one, the one that struck me the hardest though, was, um, and it's it's a Sturkenfontein caves in South Africa mm-hmm. in 1984. So this guy, uh, Peter Verhulse, I, I have a hard time pronouncing his name. V e r h u l s e l. So he was a little bit of a risk taker. So him and his buddies were going on this cave dive. Now they're cave diving. This is scuba diving now. So it's like, let's add all the scary shit of going through a cave and let's make it where if you can't breathe, you drown like mm-hmm. is your water. Okay. So they're going through and he's always a risk taker. So he's like breaking away from the path, like the, the, the guided path that has like a rope that you're supposed to follow through because it's one of those things where you go through, see it really mm-hmm. cool, come out the other side. He decides to break off on his own and go down this his own tunnel. So he's swimming through, you know, and realizes he's getting low on air. He can't find his way out, but he finds this island in the middle of this cavern, okay, okay? in underground. He gets out, and he's waiting there for rescue. They don't find his body. For guess how long? Six weeks. Six weeks. He died of starvation. Oh, even worse. Because he, he had drinking, drinking water, water, but he just Because the water was fresh. Two weeks for food, right? Oh, yes. man. So that means yeah. he had like, I'm surprised he wasn't vomiting into the own water he was drinking and stuff like that and having cramps. and. Oh, man. I'm, I have no idea, but he was. In, it was pitch black. No light, because you've been down in the caverns before when they turn the lights off. It's so you, can't you see know anything. there is no nothing. light. You can't see nothing. So could you imagine sitting there, day after day after day, and pitch? You don't even blackness. know what time it is. You know nothing. You're just waiting. You know nothing. You're just waiting for oh, your death. God damn it. So, I was. Yeah, I was mortified, man. I was just like, dude, so that's boys like and girls, fear. what did we like learn those, today? I don't know. I I don't know which would be worse. Sitting in a dark cave, hoping for rescue that never comes for day on end, and dying slowly of starvation, or being inverted in a hole with the entire earth surrounding you and dying that I'm gonna way. I'm going to go with both of die. them suck. And <laughs> that's why. 
No, it, I know. I know they both suck. It, you don't take yourself down into a perfectly good fucking cave. I'm sorry. You just don't. I mean, I went to one in San Antonio. But I have, I've done, well, I've I done it cavern, on tour groups. Like I told you, in San Antonio, Texas. And uh-huh. it was raining. My only thing, I mean, my hands were like, they're poor, they're actually sweaty now that we're talking about it. But I literally, I literally, <laughs> i good use later. But um, I was like sitting there going like this. I'm going, oh my God, dude. If it's like, what happens if this thing has an earthquake and then all of a sudden the water's rushing in and fills this cavern up? Because they we couldn't go down like two other levels because it was filled with water. And they're acting like it's no big damn right. deal. And I'm going, I want to get the fuck out of here. I mean, literally, I was like, I want to get the hell out of here because I was my anxiety started going up. But I played it off, took a little picture towards the bottom where the water was. I said, all right, let's get the hell out of here, man. And as soon as I saw the opening at the top where the light was coming through, you know, the door, I was like, oh, thank you, baby Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was kind of like when we went to Chicago, man. I mean, yeah, I have I two fears, bro. One is that shit, being buried underground. And the other one is scared of heights on tall buildings. I don't know what it is. You can put me on a plane looking out a window, and I'm like, yeah, no big deal. You put me on a freaking on a building like the Empire State Building looking down. I start getting sweats, and my knees, and my knees get weak and start shaking. I think the... You start, oh, dude, start, start freaking I, I out a little bit. I went the World Trade Center, right? Um, or the Freedom Tower, whatever the hell right. they call it now. Um, and that's the fastest elevator I've ever been on, by the way. The fastest elevator I have ever been on. It is oh, really, really cool because like the whole entire walls are LED, and they play like a scene from like the early days of New York when it first came around, like from the jung- like the jungle, but the woods and stuff, from all the way to current time. So they go through these timelines, dude, as you're going yeah. up. And you're literally up that thing in less than a minute. It's like crazy really? fast. And then you get up there, Dan, and you realize how high that damn thing is. So, yeah. No. I'm good. Hard pass. <sighs> I'm not going cavern diving, so don't ask me to go down there and do any shit. It's just like those assholes that go scuba diving in, uh, in, the, in the freaking springs, like way down low, and, they, and then they get like trapped in, underneath the ground, and then like you have just your oxygen tank left. No thanks. I'm good. I've done the uh, you done cave cavern diving? dive. Not cave, cavern. I've gone into caverns. So the difference between cave and cavern is cave, cavern, you're able to see the uh, basically the exit in the sun, and the cavern is all naturally lit. You don't have to have any exterior remote lighting. So I've done that. I've swam into a cavern before where I could see out of the cavern mm-hmm. and see light. Cave diving, I couldn't do it. I, I just, I had no desire to do it. I have no desire to be in tight places like that. Um, that is probably one of my mm-hmm. biggest phobias. I know we had an early episode in the early podcasting where we talked about phobias and I couldn't right. really think of any. It's because I, I, I don't even like consider that like an option. Um, and I don't even know if I could do it if it was like in... You know, uh, yeah. do you remember the movie Aliens? You remember when they put the uh, android yeah. in the tube and yeah, you had yeah, to crawl yeah. the 200 yeah, yeah, meters yeah, in the tube? Yep. Bishop. I don't even know if I could do that. Knowing, Even knowing that the sides were like never going to change in diameter, like it was the same size, it was just going to be a tight fit, and I just had to go that distance, I'm not even sure if I could do that. No, I couldn't. We'd die. I'd literally load up the sentry guns with whatever ammo I had left and then like, just die. I, there's no way I could crawl through a freaking, like, Shawshank Redemption. Crawling through that shit pipe? No thanks. Couldn't do it. Nope. Yeah. That's just too close. Uh, I wouldn't be able to shimmy. I don't know. In life or death situations, you'd be surprised what you can do. I think if, I, I think, 
I think as long as I'd have enough room where my back wasn't touching, like if I was just shoulder to shoulder, but I'd have enough room to move up and down and I could move my hands. Yeah, but if you're like this, you know, shimmying down, I would be I would be okay if my hands are under me. But if I had to do a situation where you're supermaning it and you're just using the your, no, the side, you're like you're like side crawling is because you can't even put your feet up straight because that it's that narrow. Oh man, nope. I can't do it, dude. That's like heebie-jeebies right there. Count me straight up heebie-jeebies. That ain't happening. Um, well, moving on to other things that uh, don't give you the heebie-jeebies. So I was on um, Eros Love Shop today. <laughs> yes, I know. Right, and I'm like browsing, okay. this and I'm going, hmm, interesting things to buy. So I found this Enhancer Ultimate Blowjob, <laughs> and I'm just curious. Could could you use up the usage time for the full charge? Because it's only 50 minutes. 50 minutes. 50? Could you do that for 50 minutes? I mean, I, I guess it depends <laughs> on how good of a job it did. Well, it's called, it says the best. It, it literally I've says never it's used the anything best like that, so I don't know. Have. 10 functions, suction vibration sleeve with flickering tongue. So I, I guess you USB charge this thing for 60 minutes and then it's ready to go for 50 minutes. I don't know. Could you? Fuck no, I couldn't go 50 minutes with that, dude. There's no way. I mean. I guess it depends on, it depends on how good it is. I mean, like if it does a great job, job it should only last but two or three minutes and you're out the door and done. You know what I mean? But then I thought the funniest thing I found staying in the blowjob category, as you can tell what I like, but um, they <laughs> They have a Sasha Gray is one of the porn's newest and most award-winning stars. And then it says, what I thought was funny is it said, it's a deep throat pocket pal. It's modeled directly after her own mouth, and it feels like human flesh. It And it says, Oof. it has only one hole creating a tight natural suction, and I quote this, around your cock. <laughs> I just thought the description was funny. And then Jesus. it says, uh, um, her, but then I read the dimensions. Her lips are two and a half inches in length, and each lip is a half inch wide. And it's, I'm trying to like sit there. And I'm like measuring in my head. I'm going, okay, so that's pretty soft, pouty lips. I mean, you know, da, 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 da. and I'm going, why the hell am I like technically looking at this thing? You know what I mean? Like it's a real person, you know? But it looks just like a fucking mouth, dude. Yes, I mean, really? so if you have a chance, you need to go over to Arrow's Love Shop and. Check out these things because I just thought it was funny some of what this shit looks like because they really do model it. I mean, how do you how do you approach some? I guess if you're in the industry, you're not going to care, right? Right. Yeah, they do do, they mean, do like, full they body do molds and everything. Molds like they're not everything, care. man. Like you know, you can bend yeah. it over and like act like you're banging the porn star again. <laughs> Here's my thing: Could you use something like that? Long pause. <laughs> Like a body mold. No. What a, okay, no. so another question. What about the... Okay, so these Japanese inventors have come up with these Japanese sex dolls, and they actually talk to you yes. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I would like to suck your cock. But no, seriously, but they like have... It's close to normal voices, but... What, is, what does it say? Oh, Me love you long time. You go there. Me love you what long I get for time. $10? Anything you want. But no. Um. Oh. Me love you long time. No, daddy, I guess no. It really is a woman that has a mute button or a power off cycle. 
<laughs> and right there, the hate mail came in for me. Um, but uh, yeah. It's pretty funny when I said, let's do a show on cave diving. Well, it's the same thing. It's a different type of cave. You're just diving into it, brother. It's like, boom, boom, boom. You're like, sure, cave diving. Maybe think of cave diving. I mean, I'm sorry. Human cave diving. But would you bang one of those Japanese sex dolls? Don't lie. I mean, mean, they look real as shit, dude. I mean, have you ever seen them? You got to Google it if you haven't seen it. I if you don't were a know. Guy, yeah, I've seen them. You would I buy don't... one of those things if it was affordable. Like I think they're like ridiculously priced. I think they're like ten grand. But if you were a single guy and you were like, you know, man, fuck it, nobody's gonna know. But where do you store this thing, dude? <laughs> In a closet? Yeah. See, I don't. See, I don't know. That's why I don't know, dude. Like. <laughs> I mean, what I, I what I what I envision is that one day, you know, like if 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 Mark if Mark, uh, Mark yeah Mark Zuckerberg, Mark you Zuckerberg got what's yeah. his name Kyle Kyle yeah. Zuckerberg data look alike from I don't Star Trek know yeah his name. Piece of shit. exactly yeah what he needs to do is his metaverse just needs to become a giant sex shop what he needs to do is just have like <laughs> could you imagine the add-ons two gloves two gloves that you could put on your hands and then something you strap on your dick. And then literally you put the helmet on and you go into a fucking virtual world fucking and you're just fucking feeling right. everything like right there. <laughs> Bam. You're done. Well, you know, you get it over with. That's that's but the you money. Know they that's always the say, money shot porn right there. You know? first. And then once porn gets into it, then the rest of it's history. I mean, it was the same thing with the Internet. Porn was huge when the Internet first came out yeah. because it was like, oh, my God, I can just do it right here. Yeah, I guess sex sells. You know, and going back to your question, <laughs> though, it would have to be pretty damn yeah. lifelike, I guess. Um you know, I was looking at one show, one time. I think we were on Eddie's show, and I was looking at uh, the sex toys and stuff like that. And I came across that mannequin, but it had no head. <laughs> like it was just, it was just. Remember? Do you remember? It was just, it was yes. just boobs and ass, and it had legs knees down are. about where the knees were, and it had no no knees or no no knees and no like calves or feet. <laughs> and and you know, and it was like, I mean, they they were like, you know, I guess it, I guess it. Uh, like um, vibrated and uh, um, oscillated, so it was supposed to mimic like real sex, and the silicone is supposed to feel exactly like human skin. Like it's you know like the reviews on it were good. I just don't know. Like I couldn't imagine having that there. I I think I'd feel like you know Jeffrey Dahmer's grandmother when she walked in and saw the mannequin in the bed you know what I mean like I don't I don't know where you'd store that and how what story what story you could give somebody yeah, if they own, found it like yeah that's my sex date, toy bro. and you bring her home and you forget about that thing sitting in the closet she goes in to grab one of your t-shirts and sees this thing sitting in the corner of the closet I mean what do you what how do you say what do you say see to I feel like I feel like I feel like if you got in that point, then you don't have a good good sex game and good good or maybe dating you're just game a horny anyways. So I don't think time. I don't think you're but bringing no, people home. That's why you always go to their place. But I'm just saying, you know, well, if you're a horny bastard, you might. You know what? I just don't understand though. Like, I mean, I have a hard time with it. Maybe it's because I haven't tried it. Like, <laughs> but I just really have a hard time pulling the trigger to spend money on it. Like, I don't understand. Like, you know what 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 we were born with works oh, so hand? well. Yeah, hands, you know, plural. Oh, um, big guy, huh? Why? Why would? Why do you have to have other something else? You know, something that requires charging or batteries or cleanup. I mean, with your hands, you just wash your hands. It's like fucking, you know, bada bing, bada boom, done. You know, if you get caught in the act, you can just wipe it off and like. Or you go. Just, I was just adjusting myself know, over and over and over again. Pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> but I mean, if you have a flashlight under the sheets and somebody walks in, you're kind of screwed. That's you're like, you, hey, that's hey, when you have a real flashlight under. You pull it out of bed. That's like, no, I was just putting batteries in. Boom. Turn that bitch on. 
No. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like maybe I can probably Google like that. <laughs> I don't know. The, the curiosity of me always wants to like say, well, I would just do it once just so I could say I did it. You know what I mean? Kind of deal. I just don't, I wouldn't want to throw out 10 grand on a freaking, you know, prosthetic <sighs> chick. You know what I mean? So, like, here's. Like, here's what one of the reviewers wrote about the Fleshlight. It's, he said, don't expect a mind-blowing ethereal experience, but expect to be pleasantly surprised. Definitely three times upgraded from a hand job. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Three times upgraded? Uh, I don't know. All I'm saying is... I guess I guess you could pick the style. Well, and the you know, Eddie and swears material. by that the shit. The material's very delicate. About that thing. Yeah, he said oh, that he's... God, really? That, you know, he liked that thing. So I was like, hmm, do I give one of these a try one time just to say I did it? If you th- I mean, like, you know, like a Reddit user says, if you're thinking about getting one, just get it. You won't be regretting <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, true. I mean, what's the worst that can happen, right? Duh. You just throw it away. If you don't like it or give it <laughs> give it as a gift, <laughs> a re-gift. So, so here's what it says about the Fleshlight versus a real vagina. Here's what he's got to say about that. Um, it does not feel like the real thing. Ah, boo. Well, you stick with a blowjob. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, yes. if you guys want to look at some of these great products that we were talking about, just go over to erosloveshop.com. Um, again, use the da- or use the promo code DAILYBM and get 15% off between now and Black Friday. Don't forget. Um, that's what you want to do. Um, Mikey, I say we cut this one short because I can see where this is going to go. We're going to go on and on. Are you reading more so- reviews? Yeah, so Dr. Leo Marvin, another Reddit user, said, I bought one when I was married because my ex-wife was in the Army and out of town a lot. Or uh, I was gone to do school. Uh, It was great. The cleanup was a little awkward, but not bad. The feeling was very close for me when you heat it up just to the right temperature, but I came crazy quick. That said, nothing feels as good as being between those thighs, grabbing that ass and tits and squeezing (laughs) while you lick her all over. And drool over each other's tongues. Fuck, I love fucking. Fuck, I love fucking. (laughs) The sensation of penetration is somewhat similar, but there are key differences that make it a very different experience. All right, read Um, one more. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Find a good one. Either the thrust or the ignition. They're both pretty intense. The ignition is a little tighter and a little more texture. Most people equate it to a standard blowjob. The thrust is more smooth than most people equate it to a sloppy blowjob. You can't go wrong with either, so just pick your poison. <laughs> Mikey, tell everybody where they can find us. <laughs> All right, or don't. Are you too busy reading? <laughs> <laughs> he's like all fascinated with these goddamn reviews. <laughs> all right, I'll tell you where you can find it while he's looking, and then I'm sure he's going to chime in. So we've, so basically the nutshell, what most of these people are saying, this guy sums it up pretty well, and then we can, then we can go to the outro. The sights, sounds, smells, tastes, and sensations are a full-body experience. It's not just your dick that's having the experience. And that's why he didn't like the fleshlight. Hmm. I'm afraid to ask. Let's send him a message. <laughs> hey, reviewer. One. What did you mean by the sight and smells? Yeah. It's, he said he compares it to like taking a bath versus swimming in the ocean. Okay. Which I don't, I don't know how that's comparable. Totally two different things, but whatever. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, guys, you can find... Fu- <laughs> it's, stimu- it's more stimulating than the vagina. 
I doubt it. No, that's what it says. From purely a physical physiological standpoint, this is from a doctor. It's more stimulating than a vagina because it touches more of your nerve endings and it can be customized to fit exactly how you need it to fit. Um, so extra small. But- <laughs> I can see you having like a turn. Can you imagine like the end of it has a turn dial? Small, large, XL, and then it goes all the way down to XXS. <laughs> extra, extra small. <laughs> yeah. And then, then you hear it go... <laughs> Small dick detected. Small dick detected. Um, guys, find us on the Tiki Talk and on the Tweet Machine um, at underscore the Daily Dieb, or find us on the <sighs> Facebook and Instagram at the Daily BM. Go to the website www.thedailybm. Click on our banners uh, again. They'll lead you straight to Eros Love Shop. Um, get you that fifteen percent off between now and Black Friday. Again, the promo code is Daily BM. Mikey. You got anything before we get out of here? <laughs> I mean, basically, you know, if, if you're going to explore any type of cave, explore a Yeah, because you're going to die in the other caves. As opposed and let's, to let's, yeah, yeah, earth, earth cave. caves, not so much. <laughs> Vagina caves, ding. Yeah. Thumbs up. All right, guys. Well, Mikey, you got anything? Nope. All right, guys. Catch you on the flip side. Have a good one. <laughs>